Ladies and gentlemen, it's great to be here. It is a wet, dewy, slippery Tuesday evening in Perth. And after the footy news that's happened this week, boys, I'm a little bit moist myself. Ooh. It's barely touched him. Episode 12, I am Benry, the Kendall Roy of the BTH trio. I'm joined by, uh, <laughs> as per usual, the Roman Roy of the BTH hey. trio, Corey Daffin. What? You're definitely the Roman. No. Yeah, no well, we know who the Shiv is. It's Joel Brinnick. How he's, are you, buddy? He's great. Yeah, I'm good. Do you understand these references? Absolutely not. And it is also our 13th episode. Is it 13? He's, All right. Yeah. It's, it's the 13th surely, episode. Surely My Joel's, mistake. Surely Joel's Greg. Oh, no, no, you're not, you're not, no, no, Greg's too big for Joel. He's very tall, I've Greg. got no idea what we're talking we're about. We're talking about succession, one more episode to go. Oh, if you know, I've, you I've know. I've four seasons of that mm. to catch up. It's a long way. You, It'll fly by, mate. It'll I fly by. focus on one. Highly recommend. How are we, boys? <laughs> How, how's everyone's day been? Very good. A lot of study. We've got exams coming up next week. Yeah. So there was a lot of that happening, but I did manage to catch... A lot of footy on yep. the weekend. It was a good weekend Including of two games with you guys on Sunday. Yeah, it was good, wasn't it, Joel? How's your day been? Look, I just started a new job, so getting my head around that. Yes. And honestly, that was great fun on Sunday. Live it was. It Fair was. enough, it... I wasn't in the best shape. You were a bit, a bit hung. Bit of a you traffic cone. You were a cone. bit <laughs> I looked over at one point and I think you were passed out, but only like you were limboing yeah. out of consciousness. Oh, and, I think and it was like definitely. 36 hours awake straight Yeah, so no, you, you did well to make it. You did well to make it. I did have to pick you up in my uh, sparkling purple Mazda 6, uh, but we got you there in the end. And we thank did. you to everyone who tuned in. To the Twitch live stream, I think we went for like a fair while. Like four, it was four, four, plus hours. Hours. four hours, four yeah. plus hours of live streaming in the theater room. Uh, yeah, no, it was good news though. It's been a big, huge twenty-four hours of footy, of course. Mm. Damien Hardwick stepping. No, 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 no. Tom Morris is relevant. Tom again. Morris is relevant again. <laughs> I forgot that Tom Morris <laughs> broke this story. God damn it! Uh, yeah. I watched when a video. Did he, when did he break it on Sunday? No, he, last no night. yesterday. He broke it okay. yesterday, and that was like the first news outlet to get the ball rolling. Yeah, and I, I heard that he was going to have a press conference. Oh yeah, yesterday was. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah. Like, so, so Richmond didn't come out and officially say uh, they were having a press conference yet, or it was about Damien Hardwick. The story got broke before Richmond broke anything by fucking old mate Tom. Yep, and old mate Tommy Morris. You know. It's, I understand he has a job to do and he's not the only journo that is an ambulance chaser, but it still leaves a, <laughs> it still leaves a bad taste in the mouth, doesn't it? I didn't it? know Where, anyone had actually like hide him back. Well, he's just sort of slithered back into the public <laughs> yeah. news conscious, hasn't he? He's just uh, he's doing radio stuff, I think. I'm not sure if he's back for Fox footy, but dinner nah, is the main story. Let's stop talking about Tom Morris. That One minute is too long. Dimmer stood down. As coach. Yes. And uh, what do we reckon? Is it. Uh, my leading theory is that it's the medicinal, medicinal marijuana. Yeah, what, and elaborate on that. He's just having a, a great time smoking the reefer, watching Family Guy season seven on the couch. Oh, that is and, a sick time. And everyone from Richmond keeps calling him, like, Dima, come on, we got training today. He's like, so I'm watching the chicken fight. I'm I can't, I can't, fucking episode. <laughs> 
can't be fucked. And after this, it's a Stewie and Brian musical yeah. episode. I've so got to rip this cone. That's my leading like, theory. He just wants to hang out at home and get on the uh, get on the chuff. Yeah, man. Look, more power to you, Dimmer. If you have three flags, you can sit on the couch and get yes. on the chuff. Yeah. Or and he's got a medical certificate to do it. Yeah, good for him. <laughs> it's his back, isn't it? I believe it's his back. Yeah. yeah. Or it could be. It could be the chuff. It could be burnout. You know, it's a very hard mental thing, coaching. Yeah. Or it could be a $17 million offer from the Eagles. Yes. To that, be the biggest, well, the second, most yeah. lucrative offer <laughs> in coaching history. What are you? What was that, Joel? Did we hear a rumour that someone said he brought a house? Or yes. We did house. hear a uncon- rumour. Unconfirmed rumour. I'm not going to say where it's from. But no, there's an unconfirmed rumour. To quote Danny bought Barrett, a house potentially. In potentially. <laughs> there are, there are rumours. Yes. There are but, whispers. Mean, the, the real estate thing has been proven to be a non- non-issue before where coaches and players have bought property and it's turned out that it was probably just for investment Because purposes. they're just playing the property market yeah, because yeah. our country and is that, a capitalist hellhole. And they haven't yeah. moved here at all. Yeah. It's happened with a, happened with a few big name players. He's just going to Airbnb it out and yeah. uh, like just as a troll. And also, <laughs> uh, having uh, having said that, there has been uh, unconfirmed real estate rumours before. They've come from this same source. Yeah, okay. So, all right. Well, we'll take it with a grain of salt. Either way, it's a huge... Huge legacy, obviously, taking Richmond from being essentially a laughing stock of the AFL. Yep. They were. Yeah, people forget. It's because it's yeah, he's people, now been. People do forget how awful they were. They were on the level of St Kilda, Carlton, and Essington. Sorry, Joel. Yes. Yeah, As no, meme. They were a meme club. But yeah. they, they were, were they a meme were club. They were below meme. They were just. They were borderline irrelevant. Yeah. It was. Uh, they it were was... shaking tins outside Punt Road. And in 2016, the year before they won the flag, they had a losing season. Yeah. And it was. I think they went. Uh, like. I think they finished like 11th or 12th or so, or maybe even lower, I think. It was a losing record and people were calling for Dimmer's head, wanting mm. him to get sacked and the club backed him, Brendan Gale backed him and the, the board backed him and then fucking three flags. Bingo. Bingo, yeah. three flags and uh, one of the best coaches of the modern era. And it was the – was that, that – Chaotic game style that did it, and, and uh, it did change the game. That didn't chaotic it? game style is just falling apart at the moment, uh, especially in the forward line. They can't rush those goals that yep. they traditionally have been able to do. And I think it's because you know a lot of the a lot of the guys from that uh, OG Premiership side uh, are getting on or gone. Yes. Um, you look at the 2017 Premiership team and how young it was at the time. Mm. It was, uh, and they also had Alex Rance. People are already forgetting about how fucking good Alex Rance As they was. Should. He's a, a well, I won't say anything on camera. Whoa, whoa! You don't like Alex Rance? Oh, we've, we've gone you through know this. this. I can't don't you? stand Alex Rance. Oh my god! I, I forget. To, I, I think I blocked it. I love Alex Rance. I went to high school with Alex Rance. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. Is there, so you ca- there's stuff you can't say. Well, he just doesn't <laughs> like him. I just don't like him. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, uh, my shout out to Richmond now. I kind of like watching them now that they're a bit shit. Uh, yeah. You know, we've been sick of them for it's a while. A bit, it's a bit more exciting. I was whenever they've got the big car. Whenever there was a Richmond fixture for quite a while, I was so uninterested. Yeah. I would barely watch them. But yeah. now, now I've it's turned back around. I, I do watch a lot of Richmond games. Yeah. Uh, so shout out Dimmer. Enjoy the chuff. Enjoy Family Guy uh, YouTube best bits compilation as you just sit on the couch and don't worry about the fucking stress anymore. 
What else has been happening in the footy news, boys? Have we got any uh, items? Anything been popping up? Um, this week's been noticeably lower on the reports. No, it's we had a ability yeah, to tell you every week. Yeah, there was a few incidental bumps here and there. Yeah, I think but, Lockie Hunter got a call in nothing, there. Nothing too insane as yeah. we've been seeing of late where there's these big article where the Yeah, not a rigorous debate. Yeah, so it's a pretty, pretty quiet... A week on that front, yeah. which is refreshing, actually. It is. It, it is. is nauseating to talk about the same stuff over and over again every week. I've got one for news. The mid-season draft is next week. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I saw yeah. a couple of delisted players have yes, put their hands up Yes, we've for got uh, Quinton Narkel is putting his he hands up to be in there. Yeah. Sparkle Narkel. Yeah, uh, like ben Ronk, former Sydney Swans player. Kicked oh, bloody, yeah. yeah. Like he kicked like seven on debut or yeah. in his second game or whatever. Uh, Martin Frederick, former Port Adelaide player. Okay. Jack Madgen. Jack Madge. The Madge is oh, getting back wow. in. So I, this is what I'm most pumped for. Yeah, I'm pumped for the Madge. If Big Madge gets a run, you know who could use him? You know who could use him? Boom. West Coast. Yeah, they could. They are lacking yeah. height. They're Everyone's la- injured. players right now. They All of their anyone. tall players have died in a fire. Uh, so they need the Big Madge. Chuck yeah. him Do down back. If they've got the first... Pick in the mid-season draft. Do you think they're going to go with him over those? Well, other names? there is a guy who is touted to go number one. His name is Ryan Marich. I did a little crash course in him okay. before. He's an 18-year-old. Went undrafted in this draft. Yeah, uh, was playing as uh, a big key forward throughout all of his junior career. Get this: two years ago, at age 16, he's like six foot three, six foot four. He was sitting in the goal square, being a young plugger at 107 kilograms. <laughs> He has now shed down. He has now shed down to 83 kilograms. That's a shame. So he has lost 24 kegs to get fighting fit and AFL ready, and he's touted to go number one in the draft. He is tall. West Coast Eagles need a big boy. And he still plays forward? He still plays forward, I believe. He still plays out as as a key forward. Now... Obviously, Cal Toomey is the oracle, and if Cal Toomey says uh, he's going to go number one, he probably is. But Eagles, you you need the Madge. Go on, Joel, sorry. There's a Clark Claremont that Eagles are eyeing off as a key forward as well. Okay, I didn't. I did a, in my panicked research before coming here. I didn't see who that was. I'm, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but I think if Eagles are picking first, there's a chance they could go with him because he is a homegrown talent as well. Okay, all right. Uh, I think that's about all I had in the uh, the oh, footy news. Got... Oh, we've also got. Sorry, you go. You go, Joel. Yes. Oh, the rising star to Josh Weddle. Oh, yes, he had a good game for Hawthorne. Look, it was Every so much Hawthorne of that game. Had a good game. Every Hawthorne player had a good game. They did. Um, once again, Paddy Parnell robbed, but uh, happy for happy for Josh Weddle. And also we had Benchgate. We had the... Yes, I've got that written down here as well. Interchange gates. I, I was so confused about this because I wasn't watching it at yeah, the time. Yeah, I, 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 watch I watched it happen. Um, can I ask you two a question? Yeah, go on. Can you count to 75? Yes, we can. Yes. Wait. Oh, on a good day, I so can count to 75. So what you're saying is you get the job at we North get Melbourne. get the job. So Todd Viney, the head of footy at North Melbourne, mm. has come out and said it was a communication breakdown and they received a warning during the game from the AFL official who stands at the interchange gate that they were one interchange away. That's what I was going to say. But then two guys come off at once when it was meant to be one. I think it was Shields cramping up or whatever. He goes, I need to go off. See, that's the most interesting thing to me because when I heard it, that 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 had happened, it sounded so absurd. And I saw the vision and you see the guy blow, literally blow a whistle. Yeah. And he's like, hey, one more. And... 
they they don't just let you get to seventy five and then ping you. They tell yeah, you. Yeah, they tell you they you're tell right, you. you cannot do more than so one. Even after they've been told, then they fucked it up. Yeah. So I was ready to bring out the pitchfork and be like, "How could this happen? This is ridiculous." But honestly, looking they at the vision, up, they, they fucked up. up real they bad. fucked up, and it's my looking at the vision. There's like three North Melbourne staff members that are in the area. Yeah. It's like two or three. Too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, I'm looking at that going. This Too needs to cheese. be not enough Indians. One bloke. That's a, a very, very racist thing to say. One <laughs> bloke. This needs to be rather than three bickering little chickens. It needs to be yep. a. I, I'm picturing the best interchange Stuart ever. What the vibe has to be. I reckon he's got to be an <laughs> overweight handlebar mustache. Guy in a high vis vest with a fucking clipboard. Yeah, that I'm, is demanding respect I'm and like will a, um, physically restrain I'm players. I'm a tuck shop mum. Oh, that too. Yeah, like I'm a not, matriarchal tuck shop mum. I'm picturing, I'm picturing a, a tuck shop mum that is not going to take any gear off yeah. anybody. Yep, and it just, just gets it done. I'm picturing a bounce at a nightclub. Yeah, like you know, you go yeah, in, like, you can't not in those no, shoes, no, no, mate. Yeah. Fuck off. Like someone, like you've got to command respect if you're telling an AFL player, no, get the fuck back out on the ground. I'm I don't, ca- I don't big, care if you're cramping. Big Kiwi boy that just goes, no, 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 mate, you're yep. not getting in. Oh, I know you've got a cramp. It's just not happening. You've got to stay out there, Shields. Next up, <laughs> the results. Um, before we go into oh, the results, we've just got a quick. I've, in, d- I've done the early crow. Sorry, just an interesting one. Uh, Fremantle. Uh, this kind of is delving into results, but they are yes. now three and zero. Uh, while wearing jerseys that David Mundy didn't wear, so <laughs> what? So what does that mean? Like the design? David, David Mundy wore, wore every single jersey that Frio ever had. There was twenty-seven jerseys. So since wow. since he's left, the three new jerseys that they've worn, they've won every time. So they need to not go back to any of the old they ones. They need to wear a new jersey every week. Yeah, okay. And they'll win the flag. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, it's just going to be a bright fluorescent purple polo shirt. I love so, it. Yeah, I just slipped that one in there. I thought that oh, was Oh, that's good. No, that's a that's a very good silly AFL stat. Let's go to the results, <laughs> hey, Joey. What's silly about that? Uh, Sorry, it's very serious. It's a very <laughs> serious stat, Corey. As serious as what Corey's you did good, wearing. son. <laughs> yes. No. If you're not, if you're listening to the audio and not watching, Corey's wearing a uh, a Nicholas Cage face print set of uh, PJs. We call it the Cage Rage. The Cage Rage. I like it. Yep. I like it. <clears throat> what was the first game of the round, Joel? Alrighty. So the first game on the Friday night was Port Adelaide knocking over Melbourne by four points. At I the tipped Adelaide it. Oval. I, I also tipped it. Yep. <laughs> I had a feeling that uh, not that I think uh, Port are the better team and I don't think they'll finish higher than Melbourne come the end of the year. The cream will rise to the top, this was one so to speak. Uh, Joel didn't tip it. Joel did not tip it. Oh, yeah. Thanks for pointing that out. I just had a feeling. Porter on a Porter <laughs> on a fucking roll at the moment. They a, are. a big old roll. And I'm, I'm not sure why. Maybe I've just had a recent head injury or something. But I looked at the ladder uh, over the weekend and Port's, Port are third. Yeah. No, I'm looking at it right like, now. I, 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 I thought they were like six or seven. The top four, Collingwood, Brisbane, Port and Melbourne. Yeah. And noticeably uh, some, St Kilda not in the top four anymore. For some reason, I thought Port were five positions. Yeah, you, they've, they've crept up. They've just strung the wins together. And they and do now look good. They, look they do look very good. They look but, very exciting. Zach Butters. Zach Butters. What a game of football. In the wet. Yeah. For him to be kicking the way he was kicking, yes. it was it was insane. Yeah, that was the very interesting thing about it. The stat line that he accrued and the game he played with it being wet and it was absolutely pissy. Oh, yeah. it was parts moist. Of it. it was very it moist, was Joel. Exactly yes. like uh, some of the games in the uh, gather round 
uh, where it, the rain, how heavy the rain was there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and he still was very clean. And he's a little fella. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a cute little fella yeah, too. He's, he's got the bit of the Joel Brinnick about he, him, doesn't he? He uh, doesn't he's, have the big football body. No. But he just gets it done. So what you're saying Love is it. there's hope for me. There's hope for you. You too. Would it go that far? I yep. reckon we, you could, if you really applied yourself, how old are you, 24? 24, yeah. 24? You could maybe make it to a C grade reserve side if you really if you really tried. Oh no! Hey, look, and I mean that you could be in the Ford Pocket in a C grade resi side, Joel. But <laughs> you'd really you've got to start running now. You've got to start <laughs> you know getting on the training track every week. Uh, next up, what was the next game? Uh, next up was Benchgate. So Benchgate, Sydney yes. stealing a like a stealing a balloon from a child essentially. Oh, mm. it was very Three point winners. It was such a North Melbourne way to lose this game. It like was. I, I can't. I, 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 <laughs> I was watching it, and I, I felt very sorry for the the field umpire that had to make this call and got it in his earpiece saying that there was an interchange breach because it was a frantic situation. Like at a stoppage, ball up on the edge of the goal square. And he's got players yelling at him. There's two minutes to go. There's fucking like you know less than a goal. He in didn't it. know what was going. He on didn't when he know. He had call. to like say what, 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 what. And the guys on the uh, on the boundary line are just getting into his earpiece like, "There's been an interchange violation." And he's like, "Fucking what, boys, boys? I can't throw the ball up yet." And to his credit, he like took control and said, "This is what's happening. It's a free kick in the goal square, 50 meters interchange violation." And that was the game. And uh, as we've said. North. Uh, there was a few things to like about that young side, though. Wardlaw's first game. He he played really well. He was. You had um, Sheasel yeah. going through the guts as well. Wardlaw Callum and Sheasel linking up. Was well, that's very their, beautiful. That's their future. That's the one. That's the number yeah. one and two pick. Bailey and Scott, uh, Simpkin. There was so many young kids out there that were really giving it a crack, and it just shows what can happen. You know, they get the right people in going forward, and more so. Fuck, Sydney are shot. Yeah, I Sydney are pretty shot, aren't they? They were very lucky to get away with this They're win. Very bad. And you look at the bottom three teams. I think North have a, a a bit more to build around, maybe than the others across the ground. Oh, 100%. When it comes to their young players, they are. I would think so. Yeah. Having said that, the Hawks have come miraculously good in the past they couple have. of weeks. They have. Well, it's hard uh, to but look they, bad against but the Eagles. But they had. I think the Hawks had an existing, more of an existing framework. Yeah, um, to fall back on, whereas North is um, kind of trying to build build something from scratch. But yeah, Bailey Scott, thirty three disposals. Josh Simkin with twenty eight as well. He was overdue for a big game. I needed it for my uh, for my fantasy team. Top in meters gained. I'm just loving having a laptop here so I can do uh, this. I saw eight hundred and twenty one meters gained for Bailey Scott. Wardlaw. Um, that was his, that was his first game. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And there was a. I saw some vision um, of his a uh, bit of a real of um, some of his plays. He was giving Chad Warner a hard time. Yeah. Chad, Chad Warner was trying to get, get, kind of get into him at one point. He's a big body pushed, young man, Pushed George him into Wardlaw. the ground while Wardlaw was on the ground. Wardlaw got, got up and just fucking gave it to yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, dude. He's an 18-year-old in his first game. You, is it just me or are the kids getting bigger? Are the 18-year-old are the kids that are coming through? If you, if you, ask, fucking, my dad, if you ask my dad about this... He will stone cold look you in the face and say it's the hormones in the chicken. Yeah, well, he could be right. <laughs> he could be right. You look at Matt Rao. Clearly, like, I you did look not at, get any of that. You look at guys like Wardlaw, Matt Rao, yep. Harley Reid coming up's a big body boy. Yep. Fucking, there's a lot of like beef in these kids now, yeah, I, I and watched, it could be the hormones I, in the chicken. I actually had not seen much of Harley Reid until yesterday. He looks the good. He when looks the good. I I watched a bit of a um, compilation of him. 
And fuck, he is huge. He's a huge yeah, young man. He's massive. And uh, some of the video video I was watching, the person narrating it or whatever was like, oh, yeah, he's 16 in this yeah, video. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> it's going to be man. mental. What was the next game, Joel? <laughs> All right, next game, Adam Ballarat. Um, Bulldogs getting over the Crows oh, by 45 points. Man. Now, this one, this, they, it really looked like they won by a lot more. Well, they this do- is they just. They dominated. I, I. And this might upset the people of Ballarat, what I'm about to say. So you're going to shit on the ground. More but Mars shots. Stadium, it's bad. formerly Eureka Stadium, it's bad. I've never it's been there. Maybe I, maybe if I ever went there to go and watch footy, spoiler alert, I'm not going to fucking driven, go to Mars Stadium. I've driven past it, but I've never been in. Did it look like a hole or did it look good? Uh, it looked pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, it it looks, it's it like looks every game I watch. Bad. I can't remember watching a broadcasted game at Mars where I went, gee, that was great. What a good yeah. product. What a great yeah. game of footy that was. Yeah, it is I'm a cold, sh- windswept sure. shithole. Again, I've never been. I'm not sure what the commercial deal is that they've got going on to have to keep playing there. But, yeah, it, it is bad every time. Well, I think it's, uh, like, I, I, I don't know whether it's commercial or whether it's, uh, you know. I was I was very much looking forward to this game because. Yeah, I'm, Crom. I'm, I mean, I'm, we look forward to I'm, all Crom I'm games. On the flag crumb, I'm on the flag crumb bandwagon. And I also really like the dogs, and I like like what they're both doing this year. What, are the dogs the, legit? What do we reckon? Yeah, they are legit as hell, man. Are they legit, yes, Joel? 100%. What do you reckon on the dogs? 100%. I still just don't trust them. You don't. I'm Mate, I'm with you, Joel. I, I think, don't. I don't, I don't I think reckon. the dogs will be in the top four. Like I trust nah. Adelaide nah. more than I yes. do nah. the dogs still. You're, nah. you 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 you've been bullish on the dogs for a long time. Yes. You you've liked them, the, Corey. The different the difference between the dogs and Adelaide is Adelaide have been very impressive this year. And, but what they've been impressive is is not um, all linking together. Yep. What the dogs have is an incredible midfield. Yeah. Which they have always had, and all they needed to do was just put it together again. And now they've got a lot of upside on either side of the centre bounce as well with forward and back. Libba's like having the season of his Liam career Jones is moment. playing very good footy as well. Like so, he's yeah, grabbing he was in, a great pickup. Intercepting everything. They've got uh, Ed Richards having the season of his life. Yep. Uh, Aaron Norton is obviously going to give you what Aaron Norton gives yes, you. very good. So, yeah, I mean, can I see them making top four? Maybe, yep, but it's will. tight at the top. I think It's tight. Either way. I'm, if I'm, I'm, if I'm happy has to, to put the other 17 blokes on his shoulders and run to the top four, he will do it. He will fucking do it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Let's go, boys. Look, it's just such a shame that Crom got belted like this, but it's at yeah, Mars. It's at, it. your, it's at Mars as, Stadium. As, as I'm said, willing to put a line through it. It doesn't count. It's a no, mulligan. Not only did they it's get, a mulligan, Joel. Not Correct. only did they get belted, that scoreline is not even indicative of what that it game It should have been 100 points. It yeah, should have been 100 is. points. They and, were toying uh, with them. and They couldn't get the ball. No. They could not get the ball. It was the amount of time. That the dogs could. had. Rory yeah, Laird. Rory Laird could. Rory Laird. It was a classic Rory Laird, like, get 40 touches in a pumping yeah. game. Like, he, <laughs> uh, he loves oh, And on, on Rory Laird, uh, one of the a page that I uh, love to follow is AFL players drawing dicks. I've not heard of this page. Oh, so it's, it's the GPS data from their, from their <laughs> jerseys. Oh, and yes. Uh, sometimes a player's heat map is Will a be perfect a dick. dick and ball. <laughs> And uh, and Laird had a pretty good one. This yeah, week, so nice. I do yes. like that. Get around him. Well, what was the next game, Joel? Alrighty, so Frio upsetting the Cats at Optus oh, Stadium. Sorry, sorry yeah. Joel. Sorry, Joel. So sorry. I'm just going to backtrack because I've, I do have something written down here. Oh for the yeah, dogs. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, I said that the dogs are going to go top four. I actually wrote something down to back that up. Um, in the next twelve weeks, the dogs are playing all of the bottom nine sides. Oh, okay. So they've run so far. 
has, has been, difficult. been difficult. And they're already yeah, and they're already where they are. So if, All right, Corey, you might be selling me on so this. So if they're playing They're sixth on the ladder now. If they are playing every one of the bottom nine sides in the next twelve weeks, you have to imagine they're gonna win seven of those. They're on equal points with Melbourne and St Kilda. They're all on twenty eight points. Yeah. Is is St Kilda and Melbourne gonna win seven of the next nine uh, twelve games? Oh, or nine games rather? I think you're turning me here. I think yeah, the dogs could exactly. make top four. Oh, exactly. my God. I can't believe I'm saying that. Yeah. Sorry, Joel. Go yes, ahead. Yes, next game. Next Alrighty. game. So, Frio um, getting over the Cats. I was at this game. Yeah. Were. What, uh, what were your thoughts? Uh, what was the mood on the ground? This is an Corey? upset. Well, not only was it an upset, but my, my thoughts of the game were the people sitting in front of me were fucking annoying. <laughs> you were, we, were getting, <laughs> we were getting live updates in the chat about how much Corey I wanted say, to deck somebody. As soon as we sat down, the game hadn't even started, I, I told the boys, I said, oh, I don't know how long I can go here before, <laughs> before saying something. And it turned out it wasn't long. <laughs> what exactly was said? We've been through this. Let's go through it again for the record. What was said? By the punters? Yes, yeah. and then what did you say to oh, them? Okay, yeah. Depending so on what he said. Let's it was just, just yeah. okay, the main the main one was uh, just a lot of the ball calls. Ball! Calling ball for everything. Yeah, for yeah. N- not just everything. No, when, I, when I say everything, I mean, like, someone touching the, a guy's shoulder and then him kicking the ball to his uh, friend. That's ball. Oh, okay. I mean, it's not ball, is it? It's not ball. But it was no. ball. Yeah. And you, know, you imagine how many kicks and handballs there are in a game. Yep. That's how many ball calls there were. <laughs> it was just beyond me. So they were they were arcing you up and this has been yes. going on. And there was what a few, quarter? There was a few other nuffy calls yep. that they were just pushed through. They'd be enough. They'd be enough. I believe yeah. you. Yeah. These guys are idiots. So about halfway, so, halfway through the first quarter. First quarter is when you decided, <laughs> I've had enough. I said, I've had I enough. said boys. Come on. That's not ball, is it? <laughs> it's not. He's kicked it. They're still standing up. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? They're like, they've looked at me. Oh. They kind of kept going. And I had a few words to them through the game. It was all good. And we actually, me and um, Lani, lovely Lani, who took me along to the game. We love um, Lani. We had a chat. But on the way out of the stadium, we had a chat with the boys. Okay, they were, they were, yeah, yeah, that's a, a happy were, ending to the they story. They were aware of how enough it was. Yeah. And one of the boys was like, You got to do it. You got to just say, Paul. I said, No, you don't. You don't. You don't. Because do like, nobody else We was. should be better. It was just you. Yeah. And what, it, what, it, what it makes you look like is a fucking stupid Eagles fan. <laughs> Because that's what they all do at Eagles games. <laughs> are you, is that what you want to be? Frio, is games, that what you Frio be? games are better than that for that sole reason alone, is that Eagles, the entire stadium, all game, ball! Yeah, they should hold ball! themselves to a higher standard Frio than the Frio games. Frio games are generally a little bit better. But uh, it was a big game uh, for the Dockers here. It's a game. massive upset over we the were, reigning premiers. We a lot sitting, of stars um, out, though. We yeah. were sitting right in the forward pocket, uh, got to catch some good action up close. Uh, very, very good Uh Huge feeling in the ground with it, with the um, with the way Freo was playing, just the 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 absolute run and carry, the confidence to move forward, which is what they've really been struggling. Yeah, with. Yeah, they've been missing that, and also Brayshaw had a had a yes, breakout game. He did. They've been missing him. It's been Sarong doing a lot of the midfield work this year. I've, I, you've got the sheet open there, but I've yeah. written written down here the. Top nine disposal getters, getters in the game are all Freo. Yes. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Six, yep. Yeah. He's, it, it checks that out. a lot of so stars That out. is yeah. unbelievable. The Cats didn't have so, anyone yeah, who, did, who did Geelong not have? Uh, who, who was out again? Uh, uh, so Paddy Dangerfield No Dangerfield. Yep. No oh, De Koning's a big out for them. Yep. Duncan's out. No Cam Guthrie. Ollie Henry. Sam Melangola. 
Gary Rowan. Yeah, that is Stanley a fair, that well. is a fair outlist. Yeah, it's it's, it's a I lot of different even, positions even that, that are out there. Even with that list, you would think. I mean, if you discount the start to the year that Geelong has had, which was quite slow, yeah. you'd still think that Geelong would get it over Frio. You'd think, you'd think, but yeah. I think uh, now maybe with three on the trot, and Frio th- are starting to yeah, get it together. Some and I, they're I, getting I will some say momentum. One of the biggest things that uh, led to um, Frio winning and looking like they were dominating, especially the second half, was not just that confidence to move forward, but also completely shutting down Tom Stewart. Yeah. He was yep. not even in the game. Had a rough game. Whatsoever. And it was actually um, the much maligned figure of uh, Bailey Banfield that did a lot of work on Tom Yeah, Stewart. a bit of a Ford tag. And yes. Bailey Banfield is hated by a lot of <laughs> even Freo fans. And he's, he's usually the sub, but he played the whole yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. And he did some very good work on Tom Stewart, which was impressive. Good and stuff. Darcy and uh, Sean Darcy and Luke Jackson are turning into... An incredible rock duo. Lot to like about really? them. What was the uh, what was the next game, Joel? Um, so Brisbane just getting up comfortably on the Sunday. Oh, uh, the Q clash. Yeah. What so could have been? I'm never tipping Gold Coast again for the rest of the season. Yeah, I'm not sure what I was expecting. It's not here, happening. But... Uh, mark my words, boys. Never again. I'm never tipping them again. <laughs> the la- watching them in the last quarter was yeah. so frustrating because I, I, I was backing them. Didn't even watch it. I. They were completely outmuscled in every aerial contest in that last like fifteen minutes of the game. They should have won by more, Brisbane. Gold Coast had a sniff though. Like they gave themselves a sniff yeah, like towards that three quarter game. Yes, yeah. they were getting outplayed. Yeah. But on the scoreboard they had a sniff. See, and now, then, this is this is the difference between the, the Q Clash and the Dogs v Crom game. The the margin is, what was the margin in the Lions game? Oh, it's about uh, the same. 40, 40, points. 40 points to Exactly 40, yeah. 40 points or 45 points. Those margins are extremely similar, but the Q Clash looked a lot closer. Yeah, a there was, lot closer. It was like. From what, I didn't watch the game, I watched some um, a bit of a recap uh, later on. Yeah. Looked a way closer of a game, and it's the same the, margin. It, it, was a, it was a 20 minute burst in the last quarter where Brisbane really fucking put the foot on the throat and put the hammer down. Well, they and kicked six goals to yeah, win the last to their, yeah. to their credit, like it, was, it wasn't just offensively kicking goals, like defensively, every time Gold Coast kicked the ball forward. And to this, an aerial this was contest. In the last quarter. Last quarter. The, see, this is it was, where the it was like it was all they could do to just try and get a kick forward and just like, oh my god, we're, un- the, we're under so much pressure as the ball carrier, we have to launch it and back ourselves in a one-on-one. They were getting it to one-on-ones. They won, I think, maybe three out of like thirty. It was yep. just a one-on-one with a Brisbane player, no matter who it was, whether it was yep. uh, you know whoever it was up the ground. They were getting out-muscled in the air, contested mark, bang, and this is, this is the story of the Suns, isn't it? That however good they. Look, um, they struggle to put together four whole quarters in, yeah. in a game. And well, to their credit, they were missing Lockie Weller, yep. who is an absolute jet. He's in, a in very he's line. important. He's important. Um, they were them. missing Sam Flanders, who's a certified gun. Uh, we love Sammy. We, we love Sammy. We, he's you know the, why why wasn't he played, Corey? Um, I'm not too sure, okay. but you would think he'd be back in this week. And they were also missing Lacocious, I believe. Oh, did, yeah. he, did he play? No, I, I, don't think he did. I forget if yeah, Lacocious played. He, did? he played. Right. He played. Oh, he must have been bad. But yeah, Lockie Neal with the Q Clash medal as well. Hey, you, no, I still think it should have been Ashcroft. Yeah, look, Ashcroft's been in some fucking ripper form. Isn't that medal named after his father? It is named yeah. after his uh, his daddy. The the, the quickness daddy. of his hands was, in, inside uh, the contest was Marcus there to watch, or was Daddy wasn't there? 
His daddy would have been there. You know but, his brother's going to be coming in the comp soon. Yeah. And seriously, he's going to be as good as Will. And they're just going to get him for free. Oh, God. It's, uh, like, it's very seriously. true. Brisbane are scary good at the Gabba. They are, they are. They are like damn near unbeatable at that ground. I think the... the, the um, I think we talked about this a few episodes ago, but as far as fortresses go, the Gabba has overtaken GMHBA for the Cats. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yes, 100%. And it is a dedicated solo ground for a team, which is it's not as common as you'd think in the AFL. Like you've got GMHBA, Metricon, or whatever. Whose phone is going off? Not Who's, mine. It's Corey's. It's yours yeah. Yours with the sounds, Corey. Um, it is Metricon for Suns, Gabba for Brisbane, GMHBA for Geelong. And that's it. Those are the only three solo grounds that teams have. Yeah. Gabba's number one. <laughs> what was the next game, Joel? All right. The next game was a single nail in the coffin to end Dimmer Hardwick's coaching career. Oh, now the that you put it like that, game. that is grim. The Bombers it was... getting up by a point in 20 seconds oh, to go. Oh, man. That was a fantastic game. This was game. fucking game of the round. I, I, I would I, say 100% game of the round. Game yes. of the round. Yep. I enjoyed it. I think they'd won. Sam fifth- Durham. Durham. Sam Durham, Joel. Sorry. Yes. 14 wins straight against the Tigers, I'm pretty sure. I mean, uh, Richmond had on S. Yes, yes. It was so a long I, time. I saw, I saw a very funny comment on uh, the, the AFL subreddit live thread that said, um, yeah, that'll teach you nobody beats us 14 times in a row. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a game that Essendon would usually lose as well. Like It was so set for an Essendon choke, but they fucking didn't. They did They it. found a way. It they fantastic. found a way. Absolutely fantastic. It the was package, awesome. There was a goal from the package that was phenomenal, and it came from the exact um, – the reason they won that game was the, the way that they were forming up in front of the ball. Yep. And it ended up getting down to Stringer, who kicked an amazing goal. That was probably the God, goal of the Jakey game. Oh, Stringer. Think. He's still single, I believe, ladies. If someone really? wants to, oh, I don't know that for sure. I'm just guessing. <laughs> Do you reckon he has a nice package? Uh, oh wow! I don't know. Oh, his Let's say the yes. Let's say yes. But I hope let, so. so the result that this game had on the ladder, Geelong in seventh, down to Fremantle in tenth. Uh, it goes Geelong 7th, Adelaide 8th, Essendon 9th, Fremantle 10th, all on 20 points, all apart from Geelong in kind of the same percentage region as each other. Yeah, see, I'll take, it's going to be so tight down I'll the bottom of that. I'll take Frio out of all that lot. I'd nah. take – no, I'd take the Crom out of all that lot. You no, know, you know I'm bombers. taking Crom. I'll take Frio. Uh, so we've all taken a different team here. So, well, not well, all I of them Bulldogs, can make it. Bulldogs could drop out. Nah, I don't think they will now. So Corey's out, convinced me on them of, now. Out of that top eight, you would think seven and eight are the only p- places free. Yeah, I agree with you that. And are Geelong going to drop out? I don't think so. I don't uh, think Geelong will. So it's that eighth spot that although that it's well, going to be. What could happen is they could sign Ken Hinckley and then they shit the bed. Adelaide <laughs> versus Essendon versus Fremantle and possibly Carlton. No, we'll Carlton's talk fucked. about Carlton. They might be fucked. They're out. They might be we fucked. Will talk we about don't them know. Later. We don't know. I think they're fucked. What's, <laughs> what's the next game, Joel? We will get to them. All righty. So this, <laughs> the demolition in Tasmania. Now, oh. we don't have to spend too much time. We don't on have to spend too much time. Stop, stop. He's already dead. Yeah. He's already <laughs> dead. The, the media machine, some of the stuff that's coming out is Mitch Lewis beat just, the Eagles. Yeah. 
It's 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 absolute insanity. Like My, what's our, going on. our honorary boy who wasn't officially adopted by us, but I've been giving him votes. Jermaine Jones it's has gone even, down with an injury. Yeah, that's as sad. bad as bad as the game was, and I didn't even watch it. Haven't even watched any highlights of it because. Why would you? There's no point. Yeah, and there's, there's no point. Great. There's no point in dissecting the way they're playing. Yeah. There's no point in dissecting the way that Adam Simpson is coaching, because he's coaching guys that are not supposed to be in the AFL for yeah. two more years. Yeah, that's that's true. And they're sitting on the bottom on four points with fifty five percent. That is bad. as grim as it gets. Next it is, game, job. Next game, the bottom, the lowest that the Eagles Look, have ever, ever been as a club. Yeah, yep. yeah, and that's just the hardest bit for the supporters who are sitting back going. Fuck, like not even going to – yeah, what yeah. do you do in that I, situation? Just, it is a great – like, watching Nadia get – trying to G herself up to watch the games. That that was I, did read, I did read an interesting take from a physiotherapist today um, uh, on the injury crisis. Yeah. And the people are saying, oh, they've got to get get rid of the strength, strength and conditioning people. They've got to get rid of the recovery people. And this guy was like, yeah, maybe. But the thing that everybody's forgetting is there's a critical mass of injuries that you get – where the players that aren't injured have to play longer and more, which creates a cycle of them being injured. Yes, yes. So it's a it's a self perpetuating cycle that they found themselves in, and they're unable to. And get we out will of it. talk about Simpson. There later. was a there was a really good uh, comment I found on Reddit, which I would like to read out now. Sorry, I know we weren't going to dwell on this, but this is actually really good. Shout out to Mask of Anarchy uh, on the AFL subreddit. Mm. Uh, mask spelled uh, M A S Q U E. Mask. Uh, it's. Uh, this is, this is in response to the comment of a few of those are more than two-year patients. Without diving into their data, Nick Nat, Darling, Yo, Shuey, Hearn have all spent more time out than in the last four years. Yes. This guy replies to this comment. It's McGovern you want to add to that list, not Darling. Games played since the beginning of 2020. Darling, 70 out of 72, 97.2% of games. Hearn, 57 out of 71 games, 80% of games. Mm. Nat Newey, 47 out of 72, 65% of games. All-Australian, best and fairest in 2020 and 21, Shuey McGovern, and Yo, 55.6% of games. Yeah, Nat yeah. Newey has been an injury-prone prone player but was coming off two outstanding seasons leading into last year. Hearn and Darling, typically very durable. The crazy and sad ones are the bottom three, particularly Yo. Without wanting to delve too deeply into it, at the end of 2019, when we made the trade for Tim Kelly, we had five genuine star players, McGovern, Kennedy, Shuey, Yo, and Nat Newey. And they were star players. Yes. Absolute stars. Two key position players, a Ruckman and two midfielders, a very nicely balanced mix. At the start of 2019, those three pillars, Yo, Gov and Shuey, were absolutely in their prime. They were getting BNFs, all Australians, mm. and they were all very durable. They were like they'd only missed like 17 games between them in like heaps of years. Yeah. These weren't injury prone players. It's just Fucking shit luck. Yeah. It's just shit luck that this and has the, happened. The thing about Nat Nui is he's he's been injury prone he's kind of his whole career. He's had huge stints out. Yep. But the thing is the Eagles have been a big enough club with enough depth to just keep him in for him to be a genuine yep. superstar when he is playing. They don't have that depth they anymore. They don't have it's that gone. depth anymore. It's, anyway, it let's let's not keep beating the dead horse, uh, <laughs> even though we are absolutely going to keep beating the dead All horse. Right, next, game. next game, Joel. Next game was the one we watched together. So oh, it, boy, this was fun. This was fun. It I was mean, fun. it was fun. The pie's getting up by I, 28 points. I had really hoped it would be a bit more of a contest. Me too. It, it was kind of over before it even started. Uh, um, the, we were toying with them after the second. Carlton yes. yeah. looked pathetic. They did. They did they look did. pathetic. And there that's was, taking nothing away from you, but they... Like, we were on moment, cruise control yeah, for the second half. Completely didn't care. Definitely like, just, cruise yeah, control. They, they could have put the boot in and 
blown that margin out a little bit more, yeah. I would I would think. I reckon it was just Craig McRae being a good guy to his former teammate Michael <laughs> nah, Boss him, and being like, alone. we leave, don't need to pump him here, boys. Come on. We got him, boys. They don't need this. They don't, they don't need this. <laughs> and we will talk about more Vossi later and the Blues, but, yeah, they look pathetic. Come. Yeah. Oh, there it is. And uh, Darcy Moore. Breaking the yeah. record for no, most. No, 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 no. Champion data came out yesterday and took one of those away. So he's equaled what? it. He's equaled it. He's equaled it. So now there's like five players who have gotten ten. Ten, yeah. Oh, that's disappointing. It is disappointing. Champion data, thank you for doing that. I honestly, <laughs> what you your job is necessary. We'd be useless without your stats. But the um, um, it, it was that we don't get access to. But we don't get access <laughs> there to. Was, there was a lot of fight um, early on. Not so much. In, uh, in terms of gameplay and the scoreboard, but there was literal fighting going yeah, on, sick. which was exciting. It was they sick. were going after Nikki. Yes. No, Joshy came in to help Nikki. Yes. No, they, yeah. I think after, after the first one, but there was like four or five instances where um, scuffles were breaking out because they were going straight to Josh. Like two oh, or three okay. players were going straight to Josh. I think the first time was when he Josh. was backing up his brother. Though. Wherever he was on the ground, they for some reason they were going after him. He, he ripped his jersey twice. Yeah, and he, he was uh, onto his third jersey by the end of the boy, game. Boy, what a rig! What a yeah, rig! Uh, yeah, what it. a rig! Joshy Dacos has. And interesting, as the seasons progress, whenever a Collingwood player rips their jersey, they have interesting monograms um, yeah, on the inside collar. the collar. Yeah. So we got to see Josh Dacos's one, and it's something. It said seven, but we couldn't see the second word, so it said okay. seven something. Okay. What do you All think right. the word was? If seven you guess. samurai. Uh, seven uh, uh, vaginas. Seventh heaven. <laughs> oh, great show, deep no, cut, deep no, cut. bad show. Yeah, bad no, show. it actually is a horribly inappropriate no, bad, show. Bad show. And that yeah. guy's in jail now, the dad. The dad? What did he do? Oh, he was fucking kids. And no stuff. way. Yeah. He what? Yeah. Uh, well, I think he was molesting people while he was on that show. That's, the moral of the story is don't make Christian television. Well, I think it's, the moral of the story is don't Don't molest kids, kids either. Yeah. But, you know, it, the two go hand in hand, Christian TV and molesting kids. Uh, Doherty uh, and Chera and Walsh led the disposal counts for this game, 34, yeah, 33 and 29. Uh, Pies, Pies had nobody over 30 disposals, three blues, 30-plus, Dolchera yep. and Walsh. It was uh, it was just though. a really even performance. Um, yeah, Darcy Moore on 25 touches as well. That's got to be a career best. <sighs> yeah, you would think. I think it is a career best. Uh, and the last game of the round, which we also watched on the live stream. Um, just before you before we go on. Yes. Um, uh, I suppose we're going to talk about Carton. We are going to talk about Carton. We're going to talk about Carton. I'll just quickly say their, their run, because I mentioned the, uh, the run home for the Dogs, Carlton's run uh, for the next few games. Sydney, Essendon, Melbourne, which are uh, quite hard, I, you could say. Well, they say. win one of those. But Gold Coast and the Hawks after that. So, yeah, they, okay. so they will pick up a, a couple more wins. Yes, yes, they will. You'd think, you'd hope. What was the last game? I think you all know it was, it was the Saints getting up. Saints two and goal GWS. Winners. Yeah, um... Should have been down to the wire, you would think. Should have been down doing? to the what wire. Are what are you doing? Saints button. Oh, no, yeah, Joel, yeah, yeah. you, 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 you no, can't just hide. You, 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 you're just hijacking the buttons. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there it is. There's the Saints music. It should have gone down to the wire. Um, that orange tsunami. No, we should have blown it away, but we couldn't kick straight. The orange yeah, tsunami no kind of failed right, right at the end. They there, had the a last crack. The Giants. They, they did have a crack. Uh, but yeah, Saints getting up in the end. Um, good games from Judge Sinclair. Played a fucking blinder. Sin- Sinclair was on fire. He was unreal. Seven hundred and thirty-three meters gained. Yeah, that's a lot of. Meters. That is that's a, a lot, lot of meters. Oh. Okay. Yeah. What do you? What do you? We'll get more into this in his Joel. Okay, yeah, we can talk about you it. You just there. talked about how. 
the Giants should have won it, but the Saints kicked two goals seven in that last quarter. Yeah, that's like, that's rough. We, you saw how many shots on goal they had. It they just fucked up. They did fuck it up. It um, was very inaccurate. There was one Thirteen big goals, story 14. to come out of it though, and that was Machito Owens. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, that was so big. <laughs> yeah, shouts out Machito. Is he confirmed concussed? Is he out? No, he's you know he'll go through the concussion protocols. Yeah, so it's no like mandatory. Yeah, but there's no structural damage, and considering we all sat there and thought. Fuck, he's in a lot of trouble here. Yeah, I thought he was dead for a second. Yeah, man. it was pretty rough. It was pretty rough. But I, I like Machito. He's one of my favourite yeah, Saints like players Machito. right now. He's very, he's very so good. So shouts out to him. Yeah. And Prayers up, Machito Owens. The yeah. flaming hot Cheeto. The flame. I love flaming hot Cheetos. It tastes good, so, but it leaves shit all over your fingers. After the uh, results, we are going to get into the BTH MVP voting. The award. Uh, our top five players of the round. Best player gets five. Fifth best player gets one. I'll go with mine first. First, lads, at one vote this week, and you know I like to uh, get a bit exotic in the one vote spot. Yeah. But this is someone I have given the exotic one vote or two before, but I had to do it again. It is the lizard Nick Blakey once again for the Swans. 19 disposals. Doesn't sound that impressive, but they <laughs> so, were very... So, sorry, I, I just had to register what you said. <laughs> the lizard... Yeah, that's what his nickname yeah. is. Yeah, the lizard. Lucky. He, he looks Not like lucky, a bit of a lizard. He does look like a lizard. That's, this is, that's why I've, I've... You look at him run, <laughs> you look at him run, and his torso like is so lizard. narrow, and he's like, he's very quick like a salamander. The, re- like the, he reason, just... the reason that's made me laugh so much is because I was just looking at Nick Blakey this morning on, on Fantasy, yeah. and his head show in Fantasy, I was like, oh, he, he looks he, like a lizard. He doesn't look quite right. Yeah. <laughs> And you've just you've put your you've hit the nail on the head of what I was thinking this morning with lizard. Well, I didn't come up with the nickname. Like people call him the lizard, so I'm not like you know bullying Fantastic. him. I didn't come up with this. Nineteen disposals at eighty percent efficiency. The run and carry that he gives them. I know that Sydney aren't that great this year. It is not Nick Blakey's fault. He is really fucking trying. Uh, he was Sydney's most influential player, I thought, apart from North's interchange manager. Uh, two <laughs> votes, Andrew Brayshaw. Finally, he's finding some form. He's getting his hands on the footy. He's attacking. He's helping out the rest of the team. 33 disposals, a goal, eight score involvements, 10 tackles. Well done, Andrew Brayshaw. Seven clearances as well. Seven clearances, very good. Three votes, Zach Merritt. I'm sure you boys will give him votes as well. Yes. Well-deserved medal. Very good captain's performance from Merritt. Four votes, Darcy Moore. Wanted to give him more, pun intended. Uh, you'd think he's a lock for all Australian centre half back right now. Oh, without, a absolute without a doubt, take it to the bank. Uh, I did have written down here broke record for intercept marks, but he didn't break it. He equaled it according to Champion Data. It's a, it, it, for our records. For our records, he's done it. He's broken. Hang on a minute. You've given Nick Blakey a vote and not Jack Sinclair. Yeah. Yes. You're <laughs> fucked. Let's, you know what? Now, Blakey... you, now you've said that, I'm going to cross him out of mine as well. <laughs> nah, fuck you both. I just think... Disrespectful I just fucks. think Sinclair could have been a bit more lizardy in his disposals, and he wasn't. So, and I'm not going to... Look, the, the, the point of the one spot... Is that he, it's, eight, he almost doubled his disposals. It's not just about the disposals, Oh, Joel. no, not It's not else. just about oh, the statue. No, it's about the vibes. The X Factor. It's about the X Factor. <laughs> no, and when, you, when it comes to the X Factor, 
Nick Blakey's got it in spades. And five votes, Zach Butters. I mean, Butters. unreal. Easily uh, the uh, yeah, that's one of the luck. best... One of the best individual games this season, I would if think. not the best. I would think. Uh, it's rivaling only Nick Dacos. Yeah, yeah. It was it was incredible. Uh, who wants to go next? Corey? I'll take it. Yes. Uh, one vote, uh, Ash Johnson. Oh, yes. Took so, a huge hang. And that's that's why I'm giving him a vote, just for that mark alone. X Factor. He did kick X-Factor. two goals and was um, pretty good, but just the mark alone is worth one vote for me. Yes. Um, two votes, Maya Check. Oh, God, uh, are you going to pious players? Yeah. <laughs> but they're at the bottom. They're not at the yeah, top. Okay. All right. They're not at the top. He's yeah. at two votes, four goal haul, um, and he's, he's been very good uh, the last few weeks as yes. well with bringing in some little bags. But uh, he, I think he was instrumental in just holding that forward line together. Yes. Um, three votes, uh, Andy Brayshaw. Yep. Um, we reeled off his stats a second ago. Uh, four votes, Sinclair. Oh, there's your man. There's, there's your man. Yes, yes, yes. Seven disposal, seven hundred and thirty-three meters gained, and two goals. And yep. not not just that, he was fucking everywhere. He was. He was running through the middle like a absolute jet. And the hair, fantastic. Love I'd it. say he is Saints' most important player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In regards to the game, the fact he's going through the middle now makes a huge yeah. difference as well. And was he? Am I mistaken? Was he wearing a longie as well? Yeah. He was wearing he was a longie. Wearing a longie. He, likes a, he likes a longie. If it wasn't yeah. for if it wasn't for Butters, um, the longie would have elevated him from four votes yeah. to five. Yeah, 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 yeah. Love um, a longie. And uh, well, I've just given it up. Uh, Butters for five. Yeah, it yeah. has to be Butters. Jolie, so. what did you have for your top five? All right, so one vote because apparently we just give one votes to like people we think it has X factor. I know. I don't think <laughs> you say. You I say know. That, you say that with that a, the a lizard has X factor vitriol in your tone, yeah. which I don't like. Yeah. These are our votes. I'm not going to tell you your votes are wrong, except I absolutely <laughs> you, will. You will go on. Who have you got? Who have you got? With one vote in his game return. Max King, four goals, one. Oh, my God. After yeah, such a he long He played well. He played Nine well. Non-score involvement. I'm not going to give you shit for it because okay. he played well. He, he played well. You see, I'm taking the high road, Joel. Oh, yeah. How many points did he kick? One. He only oh, kicked one. He only kicked one. That is no, good. He, he had a good day. He had a good day out. Um, Ashcroft for two votes, 30 touches. I think it was robbed of that Will, uh, Marcus Ashcroft medal. Yes. Daddy wasn't there. Daddy wasn't there. But yes. um, oh, I thought he played great. 30... Disposals, one goal, 76% he went out as well. He'd be a fair shout for getting up there in their B&F tally if he keeps this oh, up. Absolutely. Like, he'd be, he'd be right up there. Yeah, good good shout. Um, three votes goes to Merritt. We've discussed that. Merritt, yep. yeah. He, he was a bit it. stiff to not get into my five. Yeah, I did, I did it's, look it's at tough. him. It's I did tough. look at him, but I just like You know, you had to fit your two Collingwood players in. So it's, it's, <laughs> you do that a lot. You, get, you, you are often getting two Collingwood players in your five. Yes, oh, go on, Joel. They're the best. <laughs> If they if they didn't play so good, then maybe they wouldn't have two so such good players every week, wouldn't they? <laughs> oh, it checks out. It checks out. Yes. Um, with four, you got to go Sinclair. Six. Yep. Yep. Thirty-seven touches, two goals. He really racked, and eighty-three percent he went out as well. Yep. And then five votes, butters. Oh, it's got to be the butts. Oh, well done. Um, so I good do week have for Monty's butters. as well. Oh, yep. Yep. Yeah, Monty. Sorry, can you read? Can you rail them off, Joel? My my bad for forgetting. Yep. So one vote to Neil, two votes to Sinclair. Yep. Three to Merritt. Yep. 
four to more. Yep. And five to butters. Oh god, it's the perfect think, week for butters. I think he would have uh, shot a load as he sent that with, <laughs> with butters at, at five votes. It is the perfect twenty vote performance from Zach Butters this week. It's only happened a few times this season. Yes, I believe Dacos got a twenty voter. And Jeremy Cameron, Cameron got a twenty voter. Yep. I think we might be forgetting someone else. I think Dacos went close a second time. He might have gotten a close 20 voter, but definitely at least the third time. Congrats, (laughs) Zach Butters, the unanimous MVP of the week. Uh, Next up, it is the flagship segment uh, of the Barely Touched Him podcast. It is, of course, Adopt Your Boy. Oh. Yeah, I, just, I was going a bit louder this week. Put some sauce on it. Yeah, it's, it's, I like that. Like a bit of sauce. <laughs> like a bit of sauce on my Patrick. Patrick had a rough week this week, of course, playing for the Crows at we that. Get a, get a close up of Absolute dog track of a ground in Ballarat. Yes, I'm fast making enemies of the entire township of Ballarat. Don't care. Patty had 16, Patty had 16 disposals. At 69% efficiency, hey-o. Very uh, regular week for Paddy. That's about average for him, which is... uh, 77 in fantasy, so that was nice. Yeah, you know, that's fine. That's that's fine. That's pretty good. Um, Look, he's keeping his spot in the side. They're not going to drop him over that. No. You can't drop him over that because there were many worse players that did less uh, in that Crom outfit. So Paddy's tracking along just fine. Who have the Crom got next week? Let me just uh, have a gander here. The Crom are playing last game of the round, Brisbane. At Adelaide Oval, though. So they're back back in the Crom Dome. And I think some crom magic's going to the crom dom. <laughs> I think some magic's going to happen. I wonder what matchup he's going to have. Are we going to yeah. see Paddy one on one with a bit I of like, a Charlie Cameron? I perhaps like, I like the matchup of Port v Brisbane. That's I reckon he might go to Zorko. I reckon get, get him on. Get him oh, on so Zorko. He's get belted. No, make Zorko accountable because Paddy's yeah. going to get the well, ball. They're the same size. He's the, yeah. The, well, Paddy Zorko's a bit wider. Mm. He's got a bit more girth than Patrick. But Paddy's going to get the ball. What are you going to do about it, Dane? What are you going to do about it? Are you going to fucking run off and do Belt your own him. thing? Or are you going to try and tag my boy as you should because he's going to run rings around you? He will probably punch him. Next up, uh, Sammy Flanders update. What's Um, going down in Flanders town? I've I've not heard from Sam, but I would have to assume he's playing this week. I can tell you what his VFL numbers were. Yes, that's what Corey should have looked up. Uh, I had a feeling you'd go. (laughs) (laughs) Because if you looked at his numbers, they were incredible. 34 touches, 10 marks, 5 tackles. Oh, goodness me. Well done, Sammy. Top fantasy player in the VFL. So it's an immediate caller. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's it, got it to get the call to be, up. But um, and also, I mean, they're they're going to get a couple of players back uh, on top of him as well. Yep. Um, so you sh- they should Weller have back uh, this week. Uh, he should be back. So Weller comes back in off half back for a bit of dash. Yep. Sanders comes into half forward, maybe rotating through the guts. All of a sudden. The Suns are up against the Doggies next week, though, at home. So it's going to be tough in it that midfield. Tough. It is but huge. But if anyone can do it, the, Corey's boy Sammy Flanders can. can do it. Uh, and Joel, have you got a Joey Richards update? Is he uh, ever going to debut? He should be playing <laughs> VFL next week. Collingwood had the bye. Yeah, okay. So hopefully this week All right. he plays. Well, shouts out. And also, shout out to Paddy for, for responding to my Instagram DM. He responded. 
He yeah, said that. Uh, that some people had actually sent him the video of us of the adopt a boy segment. So he was already aware that I adopted him. So uh, you know, that. it's, uh, we love a bit of back and we'll forth. Get him, we'll get him on board. And uh, like uh, just nothing but love and support for our beautiful sons. <laughs> All right. Next up, we've got uh, the second flagship segment. Usually, we do this in a bit of a double barrel of the Barely Touching podcast. We're checking in on the St Kilda Saints and our lovely boy Joel Burnich Brinich. Burnage, Brinich, Burnage, Brinage. Bren, Bern. Bernard, Bryn. Bernard. Is Joel okay? How you doing, mate? Honestly, I'm doing great. I thought besides Machito going down, that was upsetting. But King's return, return of the king. He played well for his Good first Lord game of the Rings back. reference there. That was really solid. That yeah. was really, really nice. Um look, he played great. Sinks, he's a gorgeous boy with a gorgeous mullet. I yes. love him. Higo has flown under the radar, I think, as I think he's sitting right up. In the top ten of the common medalists. Yeah. Okay. Ten. Yeah. After uh, as a small forward as well, which is going to be up. Well, rarer. he's been playing as a tall forward, but he's a midget. So yes. Yes. Well, like that's usually. And it's, I can say that because I'm more so fucking. Usually, tiny. the only guys that are, um, you know, up in the top ten of the Coleman as smalls, it's like your Charlie Camerons, your Papleys, your Jack Higgins. Is, yeah. that, is that the same Jack Higgins that you absolutely You were bagging out. No, you were bagging him out last no, What I was doing you was pleading. The camera. Yeah, I pleaded you... with him not to kick around the body because oh. it scares the living crap out of me. Yeah, so. well, maybe he doesn't need your advice, Joe. <laughs> <Have> you, <laughs> no. Do you ever think about that? You know He's a I... professional footballer. <laughs> oh, just... Oh, just, <laughs> just make no, go nervous. on. No, no, so, uh, what, what else did you like about the Saints this week, mate? Look, I just think we had to go in there for away from home. We take the win. We beat Hawks this week and we go yep. into the bye yep. eight and three. They don't ask how. They ask how many. Exactly. And they're still eight fifth on the ladder. Eight and three at the bye would look good. Yep. Look, honestly, it's better than I thought they were going to be at this stage when we were doing our preseason yes. predictions. As always, we're going to chime in. Where do you think they're going to finish on the ladder and how do you think they will go in finals if they make it? Uh, top five. So they they will they not are, they sink lower than five. fifth. They are fifth at the moment. You are predicting they won't sink any lower than fifth. Okay, they definitely won't sink any lower than sixth. Okay, all right. Okay, top six is your bet. All and right. how do they go in finals? So they'd be playing in an elimination final to start with. Do they prelim. win that? So I still think, think they make they a prelim. They get to a prelim. So I, think, I think last week we whittled you down to seventh. No, no, you didn't. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm pretty six. sure I he said no. seventh. No, 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 I think no, no, he's no, holding no, no. steady on the worm here. Okay. I think he's holding all right, steady. All right, all right. It checks out. It but checks Joel out. Joel is okay. Joel's okay. <laughs> He's he's cautiously optimistic. And it was still, a, it was a fun game, but to watch. there's still room for the Hindenburg Grant, to come we, we really crashing only, down. We really only did watch the second half because it was on at the same. We time. We did the double screen, action. but it was yeah. oh that's right. We had the, we double, had the double screen. screen. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was very fun. Yeah, and hopefully, if we do stream um, uh, some games again, we'll uh, have that advertised on Instagram and yes. whatnot. Well, if thank you for the, we still involved. had some. We still had some viewers, which yeah, was pretty cool. It was, it was not bad. It was not a lot bad. Of engagement as well. Yes. Uh, next up, we're going to go. Uh, just usually after the two flagship segments, it's kind of a free for all with what we're doing. But uh, we got to talk about the Carlton situation. Mm. I think now they've come under a lot of scrutiny this week, not only from media. Not only from us, we give them shit every week, uh, but the fans. From the fans. From the fans. That I forget. 3AW caller was It was 3AW. <laughs> I forget the guy's name. I should have like jotted down his name, but Mate. that is one of the all-time sprays yeah. 
I have heard on the fucking radio. And he didn't sound like an idiot either. He was just like... No. He it was, was definitely Steve from Ligon Street. I've, eh? I've got mixed feelings about it. Like, he certainly had some points and um, what he was saying like wasn't stupid, but I just... When you get to that level of emotion and whatnot for uh, where their team is or for, or for a team to be bad at all, it just kind of like cringes me out a little bit. Because yeah. I, lo- I love, I fucking love footy as much as the next guy. And I, I love Collingwood as much as the next guy. But I mean, it's a, it's a footy team. And yeah, if, but you, if you, you lose, why, if you lose, Corey, you lose. So, oh, they're bad. You've like, had a flag. You've you had success. Yeah, we've, had a, we've had a lot of lost flags yeah. as well. I know. Uh, yeah, but you've seen one. I, d- I, I understand where you're coming from, Corey, but also. Time. We're, we've been pretty spoiled with the success that Collingwood well, has had. I know had, how yeah. he feels because I've been sold a promise and haven't had one myself. Yeah, it's very you – no. Know, that's why I said, like, I compared it to Essendon and to St Kilda. Yeah. And to, it is yeah. a very different vibe going for a club that has just had no success in your lifetime. And they it have is, a list now that really should – Oh, let's let's get into this. When, when was the last time they were properly competitive? Well, at, let me end, let me get in. This is 20, a perfect segue. The start of the two thousand to read this article. This was posted at the end of last season on uh, sportingnews.com. Shout out to Aidan Cellini who wrote this. Mm. AFL Finals twenty twenty two. After Carlton got knocked out and finished ninth last year, this article was written. When was the last time Carlton made the finals? Carlton were all but set to return to the finals in 2022, beginning their the year eight and two, mm. and yeah, taking how much they and taking fired. the competition by storm, led by skipper Patrick Cripps. However, due to a horrid run of injuries to key players such as Jacob Wiedering, Mitch McGovern, and Mark Pittenett, the Blues' playing list was left slightly bare and hindered their progression toward the top four. In round eleven. They faced arch-rivals Collingwood, but fell short in one of the games of the year, losing by four points. The loss was the catalyst of a disappointing second half of the year, where the club was gearing for a top-four finish, but now may miss finals altogether. However, they can take plenty of positives from their round 22 match with the reigning Premier's Melbourne, who stole the victory in the dying seconds as Kaziah Pickett slotted a snap late in the final term. I remember that. So this was actually written just before the Collingwood game, just before it. And God, it's just Spicer. So when, <laughs> when, who did Carlton play? So they, they last made finals, sorry, in 2013. Yes, okay. And they didn't even finish eighth that year. They finished ninth and they got in because Essendon did roids. Right. So they okay. got in in 2013. Well, I, I can just hear the Essendon fans right now. <laughs> Actually, it wasn't roids. It was, it was, it was, yeah. it was pep You pep know what tights. I mean. Yep. You know what I mean. They did something naughty. They got kicked out of the finals. Carlton played Richmond in an elimination final that year yep. and beat them by like 20 points. I think Judd was BOG. That was the last time Carlton got into the finals, 2013. Mm. So it has been 10 years since then. And uh, it's been a lot of fucking hurt. It's been a lot of heartache. It's been a lot yeah. of what ifs. I think, I think the reason why, uh, like, the, why people like that 3AW caller get so upset is not because they are really bad. It's because they are on the verge so often. Yeah. And it's it's or, the and blue ball. Like, like last year, they started 8-2. and two. Yeah. Like, that's a phenomenal start, 8-2. Yep. That's you, you can't... Wish for much better than eight. It's and almost two. a bit like St Kilda start this year, isn't it? <laughs> it's almost, it's almost identical. <laughs> I, I wonder what could happen but in the there, second half of the season. There is something that happens every year that you can set your watch by, where um, they have the they have the numbers, they have the talent, 
I mean, especially the last few years, they've got an incredible list. They've got one of the best lists in the in the team, uh, in the league rather, but it all just seems to fall apart. The list is a huge one because you look at what they have got in their spine. Mm. Uh, they've got not mm. one Coleman medalist but two, two yeah. in their forward line, in Charlie Curnow and Harry Mackay. They've and got how badly Mackay is playing this year is fucked. They've got <laughs> the reigning brown. They've got the reigning Brownlow medalist in Patrick Cripps, one of the best. Contested midfielders in the comp, mm. if not the best. Yep. They've got Sam Walsh, rising star winner, is probably going to win a Brownlow at some point when all is said and done. They've got Jacob Wiedering, who is maybe the best one-on-one key defender in the air apart. Like, yeah. And they've been misusing Wiedering yeah, big this time. year. Big time. Big time. They've got off halfback Doherty and Saad, mm. which is just – it's an intimidating list to look at. This is a list that should be top And we haven't four. even Fantastic. mentioned Chera. Yeah, oh, Chera, yeah. Kennedy, like yeah. so, so many guys. That and are I think thing. here's the real big question, though, is, okay, we've listed all these great players and how talented they are. Okay, so what's left then? Because the only other op- – well, the only thing people can look at then is the game plan and the coaching. Well – Whether that's – I'm not saying the head coach, but the coaching as a whole. Maybe, well, it, can, it could also be you've got to look at that, but also – the yips and mental demons can be contagious well, to was, a team. It was, it was very and this evident. seems like this is the players hesitating in games, yes. second-guessing themselves. And you can see not, that against Collingwood. And maybe yeah. it wasn't a great um, a great uh, yardstick because Collingwood is the best team in the competition. Head, head and shoulders above everyone else. But over and over again, you saw it. You see the line of Collingwood players. You see the structure. You see what they're trying to do, and they execute it. It's drilled into them. It works. They have a system. And then on the flip side, you had Carlton. They were just standing around in a blob of a mess and yeah. not really doing anything of substance. So, yeah, maybe that along. is game plan job. Like Maybe that is like assistant coaching. It's line coaches. And it's getting zones. back to what I was saying earlier, with the whole Dimmer Hardwick thing, because he has made that call midway through the year, there is so much more pressure on the Carlton board, the coaching panel. Well, what's as a, now? It's, it's a recurring meme that we say on the podcast. If someone has the full support of the board, they're fucking gone. And well, exactly. they've just but come how out. Many, and how said, many times does Carlton need to? I mean, I feel like every couple of years they're restructuring yeah. and clearing. Well, out. their their last their last premiership was 1995. 95. That was yeah. that. That but, was their but last. They were, premiership. they were playing in grand finals in. The early 2000s, I think. Were no. they? No. I'm pretty sure they no, were. They were they? No, they weren't. At the end of the no, 90s, they, they were. No, they, they, were, they haven't played in a grand final in the 2000s, I think, unless okay. it was 2000. Okay. Essendon won that year. I can't remember Essendon, who they played in the grand final. Brisbane. Well, Brisbane had the three-peat 01 yeah. to 03. Yeah, they they that, didn't play yeah. Carlton there. Carlton have not yeah, played no, in a grand final then. Right. So it's 95 is the last, like the 90s were the last time the Blues yeah. were a really oh, interesting solid fact, team. The 95 grand final, my parents uh, were there. Oh, nice. Yeah, they, nice. If, if I'm not mistaken, it might Shout have been. Shout out to Corey's parents. Shout have, out. We are in their house. It may have been part of their honeymoon, if I'm not getting that wrong. Saucy. I, I, I think it was part of their honeymoon. Yeah, nice. That's. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to do that for a honeymoon. Go and watch the game and get <laughs> they, they pissed. They did go to a nice I think they went to Kansas or something, but I think they stopped Oh, yeah, stopped beautiful. Through. So, I like, Voss's coach, I think that you've got to stick with it. Like, you know, you can't just sack but a guy. But there is more pressure on now There's, because I, of I agree. Work. There's more Hinkley, pressure on him. They've already said that he basically has to win a flag to keep his job. You've Ken- just got to stop being a meme club. And, like, in order to do that, you need some level of September success. If you don't want to go the yeah. way 
of uh, you know Essendon and heaven forbid St Kilda. But it, do, then it, it doesn't seem it doesn't seem so hard to me. Like it, all you have to do is look at clubs that have worse lists. You should and be use in them, charge of them. Use them as yeah. a case study. What's what is Adelaide doing that we're not doing? Why are they so exciting? Why are we not excited? Do they have a review? Just, like a full internal review? Just or really something? Yeah. look, really t- look at a club as a case study. Take what you can well, get. Well, who's out of it. on who's on Vossi's assistant coaching panel? Let's have a Ash look here. Ash Hanson. Yeah, Ash there. Hanson. Yes, uh, Carlton coaching staff. I should have looked this up beforehand, but now I'm just curious. Uh, so Aaron Hamill is their backline coach. Mm-hmm. Tim Clark is their midfield coach. They got oh, Luke Luke, Power. Luke Powers head of development. Jesus, which Ash is Hansen. a very good head. Matthew Cruz is their ruck coach. Okay, uh, Aaron Greaves, Torrin Breaker, Brad Ebert is their development coach, and Tom Lonigan from Geelong. Okay, so well, there's a lot of like plan. there's a lot of players that have had success. There's a lot of yeah. Are any of these guys Clarko slash Dimmer assistants? Mm. No, That's the no, question. No. That's the question. Not that I can see there, no. Well, maybe they need to get an assistant that has worked under Clarko or Dimmer. Could be. It's a winning formula. It's a winning formula. <laughs> I'm just saying what all the other clubs are doing, what all the other successful coaches I are mean, doing. Honest, honestly, if you could get um, if you could get Adam Simpson to the Blues, I think that would turn them around. That would be a pretty quick way to well, do it. Or like Choco Williams. Yeah, potentially. Uh, 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 Ken Hinckley? It's all gonna flow. Simpson, Nathan Buckley. Simpson took oh, Simpson took a middling Imagine. Simpson took a middling club and made them great. Yeah. Um and that's exactly what Carlton are, a middling club Very in the much. great list. Uh, he can do it again with Carlton. Uh th- well, so bottom line is we don't really fucking know what to do with Carlton. It's tough, but we've got some suggestions. Hire some people that work. I don't, I don't know what to do, but also I think it's very funny. It is very, it's very, it. very <laughs> it's, funny. It's we're here for the ride. Uh, we're here for the memes. Uh, so in next up, we've just got in other news, uh, rounded out the pod before the mailbag. Uh, nuggets to the NBA Finals for the first time in franchise the history. Kentucky Sweet. Fried Nuggets? The, 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 the Denver, nuggets, Denver Nuggets, actually. The Denver Nuggets, they swept the Los Angeles Lakers. Clean sweep of the four Lakers. Four-zip. LeBron is out. Uh, interestingly with LeBron, he's become, well, I guess he always has been, a bit of a famous crybaby. Yeah. Um, and apparently I only caught highlights of these games, but the, the refs were giving the Lakers Every yeah. single opportunity. They're going to do that for LeBron. They They're going to do it. Possibly give them, yeah. and they still got sweep. So Nikola Jokic. When, is, um, yes, when the Nuggets won, the Joker. LeBron did not hang around for a microsecond. He was oh. off the court and gone. So was Davis. I saw. Yeah. Like, well, like he, uh, he did a bit of a carry job in the on the on the on the box score though. LeBron. I think he got fucking like forty odd. Like yeah, he's thirty nine. He he's he's thirty nine. <laughs> I'm a big LeBron fan. Like I am. Uh, you called him a crybaby, which is a bit. He's a crybaby. Dude, like, it's LeBron James. He can do what the fuck he wants. <laughs> he can do whatever the fuck he but this, wants. But this is the thing. He's a, he's a great player and he's 39. He's got this incredible legacy. But, I mean, you look at um, you look at refereeing in, in NBA uh, towards superstars versus oh, non-superstars. You, absolutely, yeah. How it's, much of his legacy and dominance is because he is LeBron and how, how long ago would that have ended if it was a fair game? Nah. That's that's my question. No, no way, no Mate, way. He'd still be the greatest. He'd still be the greatest. There is countless. He's countless, not the I'm not entertaining this there argument. Is not he's not argument. the greatest. There is yes, countless is. compilations yes, is. on YouTube that go for a very long time of play after play after play after play that are just ludicrous. That he can just do whatever he wants. Let me let me be clear. I agree. Officiating in the NBA is a joke. Yeah, it is a complete it's, joke. It's a farce. But to say that that has any in in any way. 
tinted LeBron's legacy on the game is farcical. That man I don't has think been it has, but he's that the good for that long. Mm. We can get into the LeBron versus Jordan debate another time. That's another podcast. Close. To me, it's LeBron. Fast and Furious <laughs> Ten is coming out, boys. Uh, it's come one? out, isn't it? It's it's come out. I'm not I, so Nadia and I are binging all of these because we want we, we we're just obsessed with trash. We want to watch shit things, and we're up to six. We just finished sixth. And I'm keen That's to watch many. this. Can, I'm can keen. I ask a serious question? Okay, yeah. Do you live Four. your life a quarter mile at a time? Uh, it's about family, Joel. It's and, about family. Uh, you <laughs> know, you've got to go race for pinks. <laughs> yeah, we got to. It's all about the family. Uh, Rip Paul Walker. Uh, let's drink some Coronas. You can, have a, you can have a beer. As the, be, long as the, it's best a ones, the best one so far has been um, number five. Five. Number was, five yeah, was the my best favorite. one. The the one that is it number five. The one that. Uh, uh, I've watched them recently. I should know. They end with the the chase scene with the giant vault where it's a cube yeah. and, and they're going through the streets the and end. it's like, yeah, oh, ludicrous. Yeah. Is there not two of them? They're dragging behind yeah. Skylines? Yeah, well, like they do the bait and switch with the fake so, vault and the real so vault. One of my, five's the best. Five's one of my favourite things used to be on YouTube. Uh, they don't so much do it anymore because the movies have become just so ludicrous. Yes, but, uh, <laughs> pun intended, ludicrous. Back, <laughs> yes. back, I've got a funny story about ludicrous yeah, in Fast on. and Furious as well. Yes. But, there's engineers and scientists on YouTube that break down like <laughs> scenes in movies and how impossible they are with real world physics. Yes. And one of the best ones I ever saw was the two R34 skylines. Uh, were they skylines? I don't know. I think I think they might have been skylines. Fast cars dragging dragging the, the bank vaults yes. like through yeah, the streets. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like the horsepower yeah. that you would need <laughs> would to be. skull drag like several tons of steel. And they're not only dragging them; they're like drifting. They're, they're drifting around and going very fast. So like, what and also, planet are these guys on? There's so much collateral damage that happens in these fucking oh, yeah, car chase yeah, scenes. Yeah. Like, but you don't see the people that they're clearly killing. What a movie about the damage and how so, it's just. I'm so just Para, I've just parked my little Nissan fucking Tita on the side of the road and I'm just going to my work at the bank and Paul Walker has just drifted past with a giant square of a vault that's obliterated so me. Just quickly, it's obliterated me in my car. Just quickly on Ludacris. Yeah, uh, go on. The reason Ludacris, Luda. is, Ludacris is in those f films yeah. is because of Ja Rule. So he, he was in the first one. He was in ja the first Rule was one. in the first one. So he was supposed to be in the as many as they made. Yeah. And after the first one, which was a huge success, yes, um, he got paid a, a, a couple of million dollars to do it or whatever. I think it was yep. two million dollars. Yep. And he felt uh, the first one was made on a surprisingly low budget. Yep. And so he got the two million, huge success. Yep. Too fast, too furious. They were, they offered him. Uh, I can't remember the numbers, but it was a lot more. Like for 10, the time, 10, yeah, 15 yeah. million, yep. perhaps. Let's say. And he said, "No, no, no, no. I want like 50. And I want, ja, and I want a percentage. Ja rule. And the like, studio was like, no, no. We'll get like, Ludacris. We're, we're not even going <laughs> to negotiate. Ludicrous. Like you are gone. And I'll so say Ludicrous, this: Ja rule is a better, makes better music than Ludacris. So, I'll say. So I'll Ludacris say that. comes in. Yeah. Right. And he, now he's been in like nine more movies yep. and made possibly hundreds of millions of dollars. Also had the Justin Bieber collab ja, at the ja time, rule. which was hot shit. Ja like, rule has made. The worst business decision yep. of his life. And Jerome's yep. not a great actor. No, if, he was, if, he was if, terrible. If you look He's at just the, got a sick voice. If like you look every at the, time intonation, you the intonation of his lines in the original movie, yeah. he's not even reading them right. No, he's, he's he, not. He, he's puts, not. he puts the uh, expression on the complete wrong words in a sentence. Yep. And somehow it's like they must have filmed ten cuts. 
Yeah. And the director's just going, oh, whatever, just use that one. He's, Man, he's not getting Ja Rule this. has some bangers, though. <laughs> like, he does. Living it up, <laughs> always on time, mesmerised. Didn't he's go got so some... well with that at Fire Festival, though. Yeah, God, I forget that was Ja, anyway, wasn't it? Fast anyway. Fast and Furious aside, there is some more sports. There is some more sports. Manchester what else City has been happening? won the Premier They've League. won the Premier League. Arsenal have bottled it. To, to my boys, Nottingham Forest. Completely bottled it. Arsenal have been at the top of the Premier League table for, I want to say, 80% of this season. They had an eight-point lead and a few weeks ago. Themselves. And they have royally shit the bed. And Man City, as Man City do, are always going to charge late. They've just picked up so many wins. Erling Haaland's broken the record for most goals scored in a Premier League season. Yes. He is 20, 26, 27? No, it was 35. Oh, sh- uh, Jesus Christ. Like it was, no, it was uh, something like, I think it was 35. Or Yeah, he's broken Fuck Alan me. Shearer's record for most goals scored it in the Premier League season. It was a 30-year-old record, I believe. Yeah. It's, and he's uh, only 20, early He's 20s, 22. I did see a tweet he's, from, uh, what's the guy's name? Shearer. Shearer, Alan, Shearer, Alan yeah, Shearer. I saw a yeah. tweet from him say, congratulating him and saying, oh, I didn't think it would take 30 years, couldn't go to a better guy. So yeah. that's nice. Yeah, he's just a insanely freakish player. Yeah. And, and he looks, so looks kind of weird. Yeah, he's a weird-looking yeah, bloke. Look at he's him, a weird-looking beard. Not, something yeah. not right there. Well, he's also the best player in the world comfortably. Like, yeah. Yeah, you've got your Mbappe, and people have been saying he's been the best in the world for a while. I think Haaland, the best player scores the most goals to me, and Haaland is unstoppable. Yeah. If Can't stop. Norway <laughs> were a good international team, uh, the, the debate would be over. Well, but because Norway don't make World Cups and Haaland's their only fucking good player. Could they build a team oh, around Norwegian? him now? He's Norwegian. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For some reason I thought he was Swedish. Nah, I mean, it's all the same but up there. But this could start yeah, something for them as a country. And it could. It could. Like, it's him. Scandinavian... Like they're, they're not a completely the, devoid of football the problem, part of the world. Their problem um, with not just soccer but all sports very is, their, is their population. Oh, yes, yeah. they've only got a half a million people in each one of those countries. Yeah. They are very tiny. So countries. all of Scandinavia needs to combine together into one country. So you know, like Denmark, the Sweden, main, Finland, the main outlier Norway. is um, Winter Olympics, but that's yes. because most of the world doesn't compete in them. That's and, true. But ice hockey, most notably, they got the gold medal. Um, Eight, Norway did eight eight years ago. Oh, so, no, Sweden, very nice. Sweden did. Sweden, Sweden did. Sweden, 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 yeah, Sweden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they Sweden. beat they beat USA, Canada, and that was like the, their biggest sporting Sweden's achievement. Sweden's got ever. a lot of good ice hockey players. Sweden though. does seem to be like Same the big the brother of the Scandinavian yeah, the countries. Czech Not just with sport, well. they've got IKEA. The pro- you know, what does Norway have to compare to IKEA? Not much. The really. reason they'll never compete. Fully in the World Cup is is the population. There's just not enough people. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I've got a question for the pod. What are your top four favorite wait, wait. movies? There's one more sport. Is one this, one is more this sport. One more sport. Questions that you just. No, I just oh, thought okay, I'd, I'd yeah. spring it on you. But one more sport thing, Corey. <laughs> Brooks Krepka wins the PGA oh, Championship. Oh, and also Michael Block with the fucking yes. hole, the dunk so, hole in one. So oh my Brooks, god. Brooks, yes. Brooks Krepka's winning won his fifth uh, major. He's a live golfer, yep. which is. We love the spice. Yeah, we do love golf the spice. Winning. He does to seem the like a bit of a tosser too. He does. Yeah, yeah, he does. So he does. From all reports, he was a tosser, but people are saying he's actually kind of he's cool He's coming now. good? All right, okay. Um, well, good for him. Was, people can change. That was majorly eclipsed by Michael Block, who oh. is a PGA coach earning $125 per session. He's not a professional golfer. Not a professional, like, not a professional golfer. golfer. It's like if you go to your local course and it's like, oh, here's our PGA pro and it's it's Dennis and he, yeah. he'll teach you to swing, <laughs> how to swing better. And so have you ever won anything, Dennis? He's like, oh, God, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's, Michael that's Michael is Block. their Dennis. Yes. He got in by winning a few tournaments um, and qualifying. 
And, uh, I mean, he didn't win this one, but he put on a He got in the top effort. 15. He got in the top 15, including a hole-in-one, which was incredible. Which was a dunk hole-in-one. Yeah, it was like, a dunk hole-in-one. So which means it doesn't bounce, it just goes, it goes straight, straight in, in the fucking hole. Exceeding, does not, exceedingly rare. Could not believe he the was, footage. He was using a set of 2013 clubs. Oh. And if you look at them close up, they are beaten to hell. <laughs> They've got lead tape on the back of the head. Yes. It is absolutely incredible. He earned himself 230k US oh, for man. winning. So that's like what 2000 Just lessons. incredible. Incredible. A huge story and he's earned he's immediately earned the call up to the next uh the next competition, which is Fantastic news. Shouts out to Michael Block. So you'd Get think, on Live Golf, You do would it. think that Greg Norman would be... Cause You've got to do it's it. It's such a fan story. After yeah. after it, the reporters were more interested in him oh, than, way more than, than Brooks. Brooks. Way more than Brooks. So you would think Greg Norman would be on the blower, offering him just an absurd amount of money yes. to play for Live. All right, so here's a bit of content farming, boys, because I reckon I can farm this into a clip. Your four favourite movies in no particular order. Let's start... Corey, we'll name one at, one at a time each. Yes. So, Corey, you go first. Name a film that is would be on your Mount Rushmore of um, films. The Royal Tenenbaums. Oh, I've never seen it. What? It's, I've never seen The Royal well, Tenenbaums. Wes Anderson is my favourite I need to watch more Wes Anderson films. Yeah. He's, he's uh, like, he's an auteur yeah. guy. I loved Isle of Dogs. I like, I um, that, was, that was really good. All of my favourite movies are from like auteur guys. Yep. Where you can, if you didn't, if I knew nothing about it, didn't know who made it, who was it, and you showed it to me, I could tell you, oh, this is a weird yeah, okay. I love that shit. I'll chime in with Donnie Darko. Yeah. Love Donnie Darko. Average but it's more best. like it, I loved it growing up. Yeah. And it's it's <laughs> I understand that it's a bit of a like it is a teenager pick, but I'll always love the film and I find myself watching it yeah. as a comfort film. I, 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 I like I like it, it a lot. It suffered for me because of when it came out. Nine eleven. And every yeah. <laughs> Well, that's why it flopped in cinemas. Well, like not, not just that, but it got it gained a cult following in the ten years yep. after that, and all of the people that really loved it were tossed. They just annoyed me. Yeah, because, that's fair. Because that's of fair. how much they loved it, I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah I get it. And it stands like, up as edgy. a piece of, and it's got. This, I'm like, no, I've seen it. Like, I get it. It stands up as an '80s period piece. It yep. stands up as a horror film or yep. a thriller film rather, and it stands up as like a fucking good Jake Gyllenhaal movie. What about like you, Joel? a really good one. Joel, what's on your like film, Mount Rushmore, if you want to watch a movie that's one of your faves, what's in the four? Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Yeah, look fair. Is, is that because it no, was no, mentioned no, no, earlier? No, 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 no. <laughs> he, only, he only has space for one, one film in his head at a time. No, no, good call, mate. No, it's a, it's a great three. film. It's okay, a great not bad, film. Not bad. I'm a fellowship guy. I love the first one, but I love all of them. So, so I go three, one, and then two. Yeah, I don't fair. like. I don't like the trilogy at all. Oh, what? Don't what? like it. What, what don't you like about they, Lord of the Rings? They skipped out my favorite character from the oh, books. Oh, Tom Bombadil. Tom Bombadil. Oh, you are Tom Bombadil. That's good. why. <laughs> all right. What's name another one, Corey? Uh, go. The Wizard of Oz. Oh God, Judy, yeah, classic. Judy Garland. Oh shit. Fantastic. Honey, back in her day. Now, I know what people are thinking. People that really like The Wizard of Oz, it's usually a calling card for the like a Disney LGBT adult. community. Oh, okay. And Fuck, it's I'm not really that. Into something now. I, yeah. grew, I grew up on Wizard of Oz. I, yeah. I wore out the tape. It was getting fuzzy by the yeah, end. Wow. There was okay. a, one day, uh, maybe it's because I'm a, a, a little bit neurodivergent, but I watched it six times in one day once. Yep. Just nice. kept rewinding it. Love it. Yep. Love the shit. I am going to go with uh, Finding Nemo. Oh, I absolutely okay. love Finding Nemo. If we're, it's, it, I think I'm going with the things of comfort films, films I've watched more than any other films ever. I, 
was the same with Finding Nemo that I think you were with Wizard of Oz. I thrashed that DVD so much and it's just a beautiful film, not just a kid's film. It, uh, I cry every time. The soundtrack, the CGI of the underwater, all of the fishies, it's yeah, so beautiful. Love that. love that. It's funny, like the Australian <laughs> caricatures, like Barry, the great Barry Humphreys, rest in peace, playing Bruce the shark, uh, fuck it, like the, the, all, the, all the fish in the fish tank scene, the dentist, so good. So good, love Finding Nemo. Love it. Uh, Joel. Uh, while we're on that, like, you know, train of thought, I'm going to go with Shark Boy and Lava Girl. I, oh, that was a deep dog shit movie. <laughs> I played that Defend so yourself. Much. That Defend your. I've never seen it. Movie. I've never seen oh, Shark Boy and Lava Girl. I, I had the, the blue and red oh, Isn't it just shit Spy Kids? Yes. Yeah. That's yeah, exactly okay. what it is. But, right. I, but I had these like blue and red glasses that came with it, so he chucked yeah. them on. And At the home, the, in the DVD case, they yeah. came with it. Yeah, 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 all right, yeah. Um, yeah, That's so I flogged that. Pick. Have any of the actors from Shark Boy and Lava Girl continued making films? No, no but I read an Twilight article. Guy. The one that was the werewolf in Trot. Oh, Taylor Lautner. Yeah, Taylor. he was in it. Was he okay. Shark Boy? No, yeah. no. no. Yes, no, no, he no. was. He wasn't Shark Boy. Was Taylor Lautner Shark Boy? He was. was he? Oh, okay. Well, that's pretty legit. Oh, okay. All right. Well, um, so. Good on him. What about the film do you like apart from the, the pretty glasses, Joel? Oh, well, it just, back then, <laughs> it was, it was just an like. awful pick. <laughs> I'm sticking with We've it. defended ours yeah, quite well. All of the so movies. You've gone with Lord exist. of the Rings, Return of the, Re- the Return of the King, strong start, and then Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Look, I rate it. This is why I did this segment. I knew we were going to get gold out of you. Uh, you go next, Corey. You go next. Um, I'll take. Um, it's a coin for for one position. I can't because I can't pick both of them. It's a coin flip between Lockstock and Snatch. Oh I have to put yeah, a Guy, Ritchie, Guy Ritchie one. You got to love a bit of Guy again, Ritchie one because I'm like I like really like auteurs. And I Guy, fucking love and, Guy Ritchie. And Guy Ritchie yeah. is one of those where yeah. uh, you know that it's a Guy Ritchie movie. And Snatch, in terms of rewatchability, if I had to put one on right now, I'd put on Snatch. Yeah, cool. It's rewatchability, I think, is coming into it for me. Like, there's yeah. so many films I could put in there. It's like, that was amazing. It was incredible. Yeah. The artistry. But how many times am I going to watch it again is yeah. the question. Yes. And a film that I have watched fucking so much, Back to the Future 2. Oh, that's a good Back one. to yeah. the Future 2. I, More I, so than the first. Have you watched the Michael J. Fox documentary? No, I, I know out. I'm going to cry a lot if I do watch it's it. Not, so. it's, no, it's not like that. Okay, all I, right. Okay. I thought I would too. I said to Chloe that I downloaded it and I said, oh, yeah, I'm definitely yeah. going to get it on here. And I watched it. I was like, oh, no, it's actually not that sad yeah, at all. all right. Because I'll give the, it a look. the whole point behind it is that he is like just punching through he's and getting like, on. he's just doing he's getting it and on. he has accepted Good on you, it. Michael J. Fox. So it's not but really yeah, sad at all. Back to the Future 2 is, I think, it eclipses the first one, which is already a fucking amazing, amazing film. Uh, just everything about it. It's such a great comfort movie. The soundtrack, Michael J. Fox, what an actor. Um, just all of the cheesy biff scenes in number two as yep. well when he's the villain. Like, they're yeah. so good. Joel, I'm keen for your third pick, mate. What are you going to throw at us here? Limitless. Oh, oh, Jesus Christ. That I liked mo- it. That movie has I, got I really so many it. plot holes that you yeah. can drive a fucking car through. <laughs> it is insane. What if you had a pill so, that made you the but president? But also, the TV show that did as a spin-off was really good too. So, was it, Joel? Yeah. Was out of, it? Out of all the plot holes in that movie, of which there are literally hundreds. Limitless plot holes. The, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so he didn't invent the pill. 
it gets given to him, yeah. right? Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. he becomes the smartest guy on earth. Yes. Out of all the people in the supply chain that gave no it to one him, else thought to do it. Why didn't they become the smartest people on earth? Yeah, why because is he they're not the as best? because Gosh, they're not as not hot as Bradley Cooper. We're not here to pick Cooper. apart this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. Yeah, that's the question. So, how, you rewatch Limitless a lot, do you? The movie you you watch it all the time? Yeah, quite yeah. often. All every right. now and again. And I'm not a big movie guy because I can't. Yeah. I can more focus. That's through becoming a, very apparent. A TV show. Shark boy in the life of Fuck me. Okay, Corey, what is your fourth film? Uh, I'll throw in a recent one, uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. That was awesome. I I liked that movie as well. It's one of the only movies in my history of going to the cinema that I've gone to and seen twice. Yep. I I do not do that. I don't read books twice. I don't watch movies at at the cinema twice. But I went and saw that twice. Yeah, that that's awesome. That's a that's a good pick. A twenty four is kicking oh, absolute gold. I'm not. The I'm I'm not going to have an A twenty four film on here just because like I have to pick this last one. But yeah. Midsummer and Hereditary are two of my yes. favorite films ever. Yeah. Honorable mentions. I went and saw Bo is Afraid recently. I need to see it. Ari Aster. I need to see one. it. Oh my god, it's a lot. I need to watch. It. <laughs> I know it's a lot. I'm so ready. I'm so ready. <laughs> but my fourth pick, and this is like, it's such a. This is probably the film that I have watched statistically the most. I'm just railing them off here. It's got to be Austin Powers' Goldmember. Oh, it's a good one. I, I could go number one, which is probably a better yeah. film. See, number two is probably better too. But I, Goldmember, the bits that are funny in yeah, Goldmember. I've got a story about that, actually. The funniest shit in the world. I got, I got world. recently because we did a bit of a uh, marathon on my Discord channel. Yep. Uh, where we watched all of the Austin Powers movies. Great marathon to and do. I didn't want to. I didn't want to because I don't really rate Dude, the first one. The first one is arguably the best. It, no, I don't know. Oh, but I man. said everyone said that they're their favourite. They and are, I said Goldmember was my Goldmember favorite. Goldmember is my favourite everyone too. in the server was like, you are dreaming. I have heard that take before, <laughs> but if we're talking about consistent funniness in the Austin Powers movies, yeah. and I have watched them so many Same, times, yeah. so many times. I had the Bali DVD I of Goldmember. number one... International Man of Mystery is probably the most consistently funny joke-wise, joke to joke. Also, Heather Graham. I had a huge Oh, now Liz for Hurley Graham. for me. Liz Hurley for me. What? Uh, I you like Brunette. Hurley over 100%. Heather Graham. 100%. You are, 100%. You are kidding yourself. Easily. Any day of the week. You are kidding Any yourself. Any day of the week. Uh, and then number two, a little bit of a dip, but then gold member, the line graphs of what jokes work and what jokes don't is like, it is, there's some that are just complete misses and then yeah. others that I cry, well, I I've, cannot stop. There is a the, story the prison about Austin scene. Powers. Oh, my God. The prison rap Yes, great. what's your story, Joel? So mum, shout out to mum. Shout out mum. Joel's mum. Yes, yes. When I went to high, I think it was primary school, right? Yes. She got a phone call from the teachers one day because... I had watched Austin Powers the night before. Okay. Do you remember what year would you have been like, maybe like very early primary well, school? Pre-primary would have been, what are you, like? You're like five in pre-primary. Five yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you're so young. So what I've gone in and said was I just decided to go to all the teachers and be like, oh, yeah, baby. Oh, no. Yeah, Mum got a phone a, call. Uh, uh, oh, you don't, don't want to be doing school. that. Don't do that. You got me too at age five. Yeah. <laughs> Mum got a phone call like, oh, your son. Um, your son's being... Yeah. In a probes. We better uh, wrap, we better this, wrap up this up shortly. We got the mailbag. Let's oh, go. Oh, your last film, we, Joel. Your last film. We fold mailbag into the tips episode because we are going way over I here. I know. This is the longest we've done. Yeah, uh, yeah look, it's, it's it's my bad for doing this film question, okay. but I've liked it. We'll, we'll fold, mail, liked it. We'll fold we've mailbag into the tips. We've got to wait for Joel's last film. 
What is Step Brothers? Oh, okay. okay. That's yeah, your that's, best pick. That's a, that is that your, is best, your pick. best pick. Yeah. And that's, look, Mr. Possum's back. Look at him. Hello. He's, he's on the he's on the the fence oh, there. Yeah. Look you at him go. You can watch by this bloke, can't you? What? He's the same time every it's week. It's literally like seven thirty. See us every time. If you can't you can't see it on the video. Look There's a go. beautiful hey, possum buddy. that is on Corey's fence every time. <laughs> He's a frequent guest on the pod. Oh, he's coming closer. We'll no, get, he's we'll not. get a photo. Of he him wants one day. Michael Voss gone. We've heard, we've just had an interview with we'll him. Take the mic over. What great, do you think about Vossy, mate? Great top four film. So could we go the mailbag in the next episode? Yeah, we'll roll it in. The, the so tip- listen to the in the next tipping episode. We will get the tips and the mailbag. So it'll be a special edition of the tipping episode. Thank you for listening. Barely touched him. Wrapping it up. Mad. <laughs>